the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along for the Wednesday edition of The Ride Home. It's uh, it's another crazy day. It is a lot of insanity. I mean, just when you think you've heard it all, here comes another chapter. And uh, you know what? I don't even want to get into it right now. We'll jump into this Brett Kavanaugh drama. At 5.25 this afternoon. We certainly will. We would welcome your phone calls. Okay, so uh, we saw a couple things today that sort of coincided with each other. Uh, the first is, when let me ask you. When you were getting married, yes, did the conversation ever come up of you having a prenup? <laughs> no. <laughs> why was it? Why, why Why? did it never come up? Because you thought, well, we don't have a whole lot anyway, so it doesn't because matter. Because that's antithetical to marriage. Uh, amen. That's exactly it. We want prenup. Yeah, we do want freedom. <laughs> Well, there's a there's an article in uh, Relevant magazine that said, "Should Christians get prenups?" What? Of course, that. Well, it's not really getting married if you're getting a prenup. Well, Sorry, that's I, just how I, I feel. I wonder. I'm sure there are Christians who get prenups, right? Okay. Um, to protect themselves. That, that's um, the, what. Look, I'm sure that's a common thing. I'm going to protect. It's not my, a common thing. It's a very I, common thing I, in society. A, Don't you Mike, think, Mike? Did you get a prenup? Absolutely not. I did not get a prenup. John, did you get a prenup? No, I did not get a prenup. Yeah, we don't. See? Listen to me. It's not a very common thing. I I wonder what percentage of people who get married in this country today also get prenups. It's not very common. What do you think? I bet if ten percent, maybe if twenty percent, maybe if you're from the top two percent economically speaking in America, but that's not very many people. (laughs) Right. I don't think it's very common. So, uh, and I certainly hope it's not common with Christians. I don't know. Only because the whole idea of being married is that you are going to work those things out. You're going to share. You're not going to withhold part of yourself to protect yourself because that's not – it's antithetical to the commitment you're making. Well, this comes up because last month – Well, I sound like I have all the answers, You sure do. Boy, I'm sorry. i got to back it up a little bit. No, no. More often than not, you do. But last <laughs> month, Justin Bieber was talking about getting married. Okay, well, he is a multi-jillionaire. He said he is refusing oh, to get a prenuptial agreement prior to his marriage to I don't, Haley Baldwin. I don't know who that is. Uh, I've seen her picture. Um, so then the article in Relevance says, well, you know, here's God's design for marriage okay. that you should cleave together. Right. But what does a prenuptial communicate? It would communicate that uh, if when if we would ever divorce, you can't take my stuff, right? Or you can only take so much of my. That's stuff. That's the machinations. But so the article says there's essentially by signing a prenup, you are signaling that there is distrust in right. the relationship. Yeah, and you're expecting that it's going to go south. Someone thinks that the marriage might not last, and someone is not all in. Yeah, because it does. 
you're keeping part of yourself back. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, I mean, I'm going to protect myself. And the whole idea of marriage, I would think in its essence, is that you're all in. You're all in. You better, yeah. It sort of feels like a golden parachute. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Just in case, if you're an idiot, I've got half of you. Right. That's sad. Now, let me say, though, like if my husband and I would have signed a prenup and we were going to break, I was trying to think what he would get. What would he get? Well, he would get my broken microwave, which is has been going on and off on the fritz since mm-hmm. June, but just over the last week has completely died. However, thanks so he to could Sears, get you might, he might get half of the brand new refrigerator. Exactly. Kudos to Sears. <laughs> Stepping up. Tom Nicastro. Woo! Stepping up, Tom. I love Tom. I love his Thank whole you. team. I love every, And I love Tom's wife. Yeah. I don't know her name, but Fabulous. I love her. Tell you what. Those guys from Sears. Yeah, so maybe Eric could get my uh, my broken microwave. I'm trying to think of what else he could get. I did get a uh, a new uh, a new like um, carry-on suitcase for my trip to uh, Tennessee a couple weeks ago. Okay. Maybe he could take that. Tell you one thing he would get. Cost forty nine ninety nine. He would get half the tears of your daughters. <laughs> And having two daughters, there a are lot, a lot of tears. A lot tears. Of tears. There are a lot That'd of be tears. at least a bathtub or two. Yeah, so maybe my husband and I aren't the best candidates to get for a prenup. prenup. Yeah. We want prenup. No, we don't want I a like prenup. prenup. We do not. No, we don't want a prenup. Okay, so um, what happens to your kids if you have a prenup? Like, do you is the prenup, does it spe- specify things about your kids? Like, if we break up, then we're going to go 50-50 on supporting our kids? Like, does it get that specific? I'm sure. If you're if you're invested in the prenup, you're also invested in the language around the children the you haven't had yet. Yeah, I would imagine so. The X amount of, you know, I'm sure. That's why people... Did you talk about having... Mike, did you talk about kids having kids before you got married? Oh, yes, definitely. Did how you? How many we were going to have and everything. What? Yeah. How many How many are you going to have? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. You want to oh. share that number now, or is it too public a forum? Well, she. I wanted three. She wanted four. You got one. Let's get... Now let's, Now that we have one, Yeah. <laughs> after the first few weeks of having one, right. I think I just want one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, don't have one. But yeah. have no, two we'll probably end up having three. But okay. yeah, we did talk about that. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. Did you talk about kids before you got married, John? Well, here's the deal. And I've said this before. I got married, the one and only time I've been married, at 39. So we were definitely going, we're having babies like right now. We got. We said I do. We had a baby the next day. I mean, I mean no, not really. Yeah, but we were. Right. Oh, that's a scandal. No, no, nine months. No, more than nine months went by. <laughs> oh no, yeah. No, no, no. He no. Said that now, no, Mike. No, that's true. That's true. So yeah, we were. Mm-hmm. We had our first baby uh, when I was forty. Okay. So yeah, we counted that down. All we, right. we need to have those babies like now. All right. Because the clock was ticking. Did you? Did you talk kids? Never a single time. Never at all. How Not even did, once. How did that never come up? We look back at that because you were think, all starry-eyed. We think. But isn't that something important that you should talk about before you get married? I would hope so. Never, never. In number fact, we had been married for five years before I brought it up. What? Wow. What? Can you believe that? I find that crazy. I know. We never even talked about it. He you was never in, did? We were both working. We were both in school. We were like, you know. So who brought it up? I did. And you were like, what? I, I was like, well, what, you know, what do you think? We've been married for five years. You know, what do you think about having kids? And he was like, oh, no. Absolutely not. Let's not ruin a good thing. And I was like, what are you saying? And he said, no, no, no. I mean, I teach kids all day. I love kids, but I don't need to have them when I get home. He didn't want kids? No. He did not no. want That really surprises me. And how did we never talk about that? Even after we got married, five years of That's being baffling. married, Were you we shy? never talked. You're just being polite. I, I have to say, <laughs> I don't think we ever thought about it. That is how wow. unbelievably selfish we Wait, were. Wait, I cannot believe that neither of your, you know, your parents brought Neither. It up. None of them. 
No one said, hey, you guys, we're waiting for a grandbaby. What's no, up with you guys? Never a single time. They, have, they probably thought, oh, those poor guys, they're infertile. They're not ne- having babies. Never. They're, never. Right. Well, we were both working. We were both in school. We were, you know, we were dinks. We were Young double income, no kids. Oh, that's nice. Living good. Anyway, that's just, I would not recommend that for any couple. So if you're out there and you're getting married, I think you should talk about it. Yeah. I mean, get I a really prenup did. and then have some babies. It took me a whole year to convince him to have kids. Okay, prenup. No, don't have a prenup. But now, he, prenup. now my husband has been the greatest father. Oh. I mean, once he was, you know, he was good. But it's just funny that I, you could possibly be that dysfunctional as we were. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's because you're living above Swissfall Hardware. Do you think that's why? <laughs> no, it wasn't when we were married. Okay. We were living in the North Side Observatory. Hey, I need Hill. a screwdriver. Oh, let's just go downstairs and we'll get one. <laughs> that, was, that was very handy when I lived <laughs> I'm there. I'm sure it was. Anyway, coming up next, we're going to talk uh, to uh, Josh Brown, who's the lead pastor of Belleville, Belfield Evangelical Presbyterian Church. Easy for you to say. In the Oakland District of Pittsburgh. It's coming up next. All right. It's the ride home with John and Kathy. Uh, the radio station you tuned into is 101.5 Word FM. 540, we're talking about Kavanaugh. WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekend. With the best new music. New music music from Jordan Feliz. Change. Well done by the Afters. Well done. And everything new from Toby Mac. I see the best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. Hello? Hey, I'm so glad you reached out to me. What's going on? I just don't see how my life can get any better. What's going on? Why are you feeling that way? It's everything. It just feels like everything around me is falling apart. If something doesn't change soon, I just don't know what else I can do. Faithful Counseling is here to help. Our team of licensed Christian counselors want to help you get through this. We can begin a conversation when you're ready by text or phone or even video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. I'd like to give you your first week free. Go to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. Let's talk. Go right now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. We really want to help you. It's so easy to get started and your first week is free. Go now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. Let us help. Camping in the great outdoors can be a lot of fun, but it's not the most conducive environment for your next retreat. Antiochian Village offers the best of both worlds with 300 acres of beautiful woodlands near his historic Ligonier, plus all the technology and connectivity you need to make your retreat a success. With 100 hotel-style guest rooms, 18 meeting rooms, and several outstanding full-service dining menus, 10,000 guests every year can't be wrong. Antiochian Village. Book now at antiochianvillage.org. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville. For the extreme in all of us. At extremetruck.net. Join Pittsburgh Theological Seminary on Tuesday, October 2nd at 4 p.m. for their annual McClure Lecture in World Mission and Evangelism. This year's lecture will feature Emory University professor and author G. Hugh Hansiles. 
Dr. Hansile's free lecture, Christian Unity and Witness in a New Age of Migration, will be held on the campus of Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, 616 North Highland Avenue in East Liberty. Learn more at pts.edu. One of the charges that are often leveled at believers is that you're a big old hypocrite. You just, you're a fraud. You're a fake, a phony. You do one thing, then you do another, talking out of both sides of your mouth. Josh Brown is with us. Josh, the senior pastor of Belfield Presbyterian Church in the Oakland neighborhood. Josh, welcome. How are you, sir? Good. Glad to be with you guys again. Thank you. Now, so when most people say that, Josh, when they say you're a Christian, you're a hypocrite, uh, they mean you are preaching with your mouth that you're some kind of great person and you care about morals, but when it comes right down to it, your life doesn't show it. I think so. I think we've probably all seen that. Maybe some of us have heard that uh, directed even at ourselves or thrown that at, at somebody else. But that that's the way it usually gets construed, I think. Right. You're acting self-righteous or professing to be self-righteous or holier than thou, that, and then you trip up or you see somebody else trip up and you get caught in that. and You get labeled. But yeah. the fact of the matter is, of course, there's a lot of truth there. Some, a lot of times there is. That's right. Right? Yeah. I've been guilty of it countless times. Sure, I thought you were oh, going to yeah. say the opposite. I no, gonna, oh my yeah. God. You, you, you yeah. were going to come well, in and weigh uh, in with specific examples. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think no, I think that's the essence oftentimes of that's just who, that's human nature. Sure. Yeah, I think everybody's been guilty of it at some point. And yep. it's, it, they're easy to spot examples. I mean, we can all think of some very public examples, whether they're yeah. just prominent figures or celebrities or politicians or clergy or whoever it is. There, there's easy to spot examples. And this kind of hypocrisy, I think, is one that we recognize pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, Peter in Galatians 2. Yeah, that, that's an example that I would say is a different kind mm-hmm. of hypocrisy. And the first one that, that we've been talking about here is certainly one that Scripture addresses also. Most of the most of the times that Jesus is criticizing the Pharisees, it's because of that kind of thing. Whitewashed says, tombs. Whitewashed tombs. You, look, you guys look great on the outside. You make sure that you've got all the robes on and all the decorations. And you're doing everything that looks great, but inside, dead. yeah, you're dead. And, and it's as corrupted as anybody else is. So that kind of hypocrisy is certainly addressed in Scripture. Galatians 2, I would say, includes this little vignette from Paul about a, what I think is a different kind, and, and it's an interesting one. And it's a kind of hypocrisy that I think is more subtle, and maybe even because of that, a little bit more deadly to us. Yeah. Mm. You got that? Can yeah. You talk about- yeah. Do you want me to read? The, how about I read it? Sure, that's good. Okay, so this is starting at uh, verse 11. When Peter came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he was clearly in the wrong. Before certain men came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles, but when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. The other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy so that by their hypocrisy, even Barnabas was led astray. Mm. Do you want me to keep going? I think that's good. Right after that is when, when Paul says, so because of that, I, I confronted him basically and said, hey, what you're doing is compromising the truth of the gospel. Because here's what was going on, a little context for that. Um, in the letter of Galatians in particular, all throughout that, Paul is really addressing this faulty understanding of, well, the gospel or being a Christian means believing in Jesus Christ, but then also making sure that I adopt all of these other Jewish ceremonial laws, making sure that I'm really doing everything that I need to do. I believe in Jesus. It seems like none of them were questioning that, but I've also got to do this other stuff just to make sure, just to make sure that I'm on good standing. Right. And he he gets at it that as directly and, and forcefully as he can in that letter. I mean, I know you guys have read that letter. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a forceful it letter. It is. A, uh, it is. 
a guy named Jerome, an early church leader, said that when he read that letter, he heard thunder. Um, so Paul, yeah, Paul, Paul doesn't pull he doesn't pull punches at any That's point cool. in this. And this little story is interesting. He's saying, Peter, you were there and you were eating with the Gentiles, meaning you weren't forcing them to adopt any new dietary laws. You weren't forcing them to change these customs that they had. You were just engaging with them as they were. And that was fine until some of these guys from James came. And then, then you changed your tune real quickly. Uh, you withdrew from them, the implication being, oh, I, I can't be seen not following these Jewish dietary laws. I've got to make sure that I am following them and pull back and change my behavior real quickly. And uh, Paul laments, he says, even Barnabas, man, you even, even caused Barnabas to fall into, into this. And, um, so what's happening there is Peter all of a sudden changing and saying, Oh, it, it actually, it does depend on what I do. Uh, or at least I want to make sure that I, I show that. Okay. So take us back to uh, first century Judaism. Mm-hmm. Um, how did they think about dietary laws? Well, it's a pretty complicated discussion. People really like to debate exactly how some of these things were viewed and seen. But that was one of the markers of being a part of the covenant community, of being part of the Jewish community. Circumcision was one of the other big ones that Paul references that in the passage you said there as well. Um, participation in some of the temple laws and the ceremonial customs. These were ways that you showed that you were a part of mm. the people of God. These were... Yeah. Um, Tribal markers. markers, I guess, if you want to even call them that, and so because of that, there was there it was there was people. A lot of people were prone to this misunderstanding of saying, "Well, I'm going to believe that Jesus is the Son of God who died and rose again, and I have to make sure I do every one of these things because that's a part of it." Also, so that's what Paul was getting at there, saying, "Peter, you know the gospel. I know you know the gospel, but all of a sudden you're." changing your tune here now and and acting like well and i've got to make sure that i check off everyone so of these what did boxes. the gospel mean then to people who to jews who had observed dietary laws all those years and all those generations well right before that um in in the passage right before that paul uses uh, titus as like a test case and he says look he was a gentile he was a greek and no, nobody forced him to be circumcised when he became a Christian. That's not like these outward behavior things. They're not a part of it. So I, well, I would be careful how I say that. I mean, you know, what we do mm-hmm. and how we live certainly is a part of conforming to Christ. But that's not, that's not you know, the, the thing that kind of gets you in. Um, so, uh, you know, Peter, and Peter, again, we know knew that. You look at the book of Acts and he had that revelation from God where he's saying, mm-hmm. yeah, everything is – Everything is clean right. uh, to eat. So, so he, he kind of caved under some pressure, but in the opposite way <laughs> that I think uh, a lot of other people mm-hmm. do. I mean, he, he didn't uh, start behaving in these really licentious or um, um, debauched ways or anything like that. He, he actually started uh, tightening up his behavior. Right. He was being you know? like super religious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's interesting. So, again, it's a, it's a subtle kind of way. So um, is it then – is it just is it the gospel and something else, or that, is it just the gospel alone? I mean, is it some people would kind of go, well, it's the gospel and my lucky rabbit's foot. Yeah, that would be an extreme example. I mean, the more, even more subtle one is what I think the reason that Paul was confronting Peter is here is he's saying, okay, now all of a sudden it's the gospel and mm-hmm. these ceremonial laws that God has given us. So not not a lucky rabbit, lucky rabbit's foot, but even something that did come from God. In addition but, to. You're, you're including that as this is what puts me on the right standing with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the whole thing that he's, he's challenging the Galatian Christians about all throughout the letter is this thinking that it's what, it's what you believe Christ has done and you're making sure that you supplement that because right. really it depends on – in the end then it depends on you. Then If that's the case, it, it does depend on you. So what this would look – you know, what this looks like for us, 
Um, I think this is the attitude of saying, oh, I believe that I'm saved by grace alone, through faith alone. But deep down in our heart, it's, well, and the the yes. real reason that I'm making sure I go to church on Sunday, the real reason I'm uh, praying in the morning, the real reason I'm listening to Word FM while I'm in the car is mm-hmm. because those are the right actions. Those are the things that will make sure that God finds me favorable right now. So it's it's getting it's saying that's really the most important thing. If that's what's going on deep down in your heart, that's a different kind of a hypocrisy. That's professing mm-hmm. grace but living as if. It depends and, on me. And that's harder to root out. It, it's much harder to root yeah. out. Yeah. And I think every one of us has that going yeah. on at some point. But it's on, on the flip side, though. I mean, no, uh, it's the gospel and I love my prayers in the morning or I love to be fed the word. So I'm listening to other people expound and tell me yeah. that's a necessary. That's a thing sure. that, because you do love. And so you want more to swim yeah. in that. No, those are so those are good things. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to indicate that, you, you know, making sure that you attend church and, and worshiping other people and praying that those are very good things. We should be doing that. But if you start to see those actions in and of themselves as the things that make sure God that make sure God's looking on you favorably or they're saving you, or yeah, if I were to say, John, how do you know that God loves you? And if your answer is, well, because I go to church every week and I read my Bible in the mornings, you say, no, that that's see, that's mm-hmm. the attitude that Peter's having there. It's not because mm-hmm. of what you do. Those things are important. Those are good. That's part of our discipleship. That's part of our life of faith following Christ. But that's not why God looks upon you with favor. He looks upon you with favor in Christ because of everything that he's done. Right. Well, some would say, you know, I mean, a church leader we asked one time, uh, we said, how do you get to heaven? He said, well, um, uh, follow the church teachings. Be a good person. And do Yeah, be a good person. Well, that's totally false. Sorry to say. Yeah, I'm sorry that that was the, <laughs> that was the answer that he provided. Um, I mean, right after this, so right after that, at the end of chapter two is where Paul says, I don't nullify the grace of God for if righteousness comes through the law, that is if righteousness came through how well I behave, then he says Christ died for no purpose. That's a really strong statement at the end of that passage. I mean, it, it, it should be a little shocking for Paul to say, look, if you could do this, if it, if it did depend on you then everything Jesus did is meaningless. Right. That's a very strong yeah. statement. Sure it is. Yeah, so either yeah. we're dead in our sins or not. Right. Exactly. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So there is a light, and, and this is why, one of the other reasons it's hard, it's hard to root this out and see how this is happening in our own life. It's hard for us to do that. It's also hard because we can, you know, we can quickly and easily swing too far with this and say, well, then it doesn't matter Nothing at all what I do. And <laughs> Paul actually has to address that a lot, too, in some of his letters. In, in Romans 6, he addresses that one. In Romans 6 is where he says, what are we supposed to say then? Um, should I sin more so that grace might abound? And he says, by no means. So we, we can easily get to the other end and say, well, okay, hold on. Let, let me look at this here. You know, I like to sin. God likes to forgive. This seems, like a, perfect good, arrangement. seems like a good Thanks, partnership. God. Everybody should be able to keep doing what they do oh, best. That's funny. Yeah. Um, uh, but he says, no, no, that, that's not it either. That's taking it too far the other way. That's good. There is a way that we live to reflect the holiness of Christ, and there is a way that we live to reflect how God has called us to live. But for putting all of our uh, – if we're putting all of our faith in those things or – our confidence in those things, perhaps, is a better way to say it. That's when we're missing it. That's good. Josh Brown's with us. He's a senior pastor at Belfield Presbyterian Church in Oakland. All right. So here's a, this is a little bit of an ancillary take on it. I don't know how ancillary it is because to me it kind of comes together closely. Is our my tendency to also do gospel and when it comes to things that I think are important. So you could do well. You know, I believe in Jesus, but it's also important to be a Republican. Or it's always it's also important to be a Democrat. You know, you should be a Democrat, mm-hmm. or you should 
be white. Or you should be, you know, whatever it is. Like you can add whatever you think is important. That's in a your, super slippery your, slope. Oh, of course. Yeah. Once of, you're on that path, forget how, about it. Don't yeah, you think yeah. that there are tons of believers out there who do that? Oh, I, I mean, I, I mean, look at how many left-leaning and right-leaning Christians we talk to on a weekly basis on our show who cannot understand Christians from the other political party. Right. They cannot possibly accept that there could be Christians from the other political party. That's exactly what this is. That's the gospel end, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's a. That's one particular sphere of life in which that shows itself. Um, but the the the, the kind of underlying thing there of, of your thing, your comment of you know, it's the gospel plus what I do, um, or how I or, believe, or sure. what I think is important, or what my priority yeah. is should be and, your priority too. Sure. And and again, we need to be careful when we talk about this. I mean, because there are things that are that are very important. I mean, there are things that we should. Uh, think are important and should be willing to take a stand on. And it's good to debate those things and discuss those things with others. But the specific criticism from Paul there is, hey, Peter, when you're changing your tune there, you're indicating to other people that those things themselves are a part of your standing with God. Mm -hmm. Those things themselves Mm -hmm. are why you um, have received God's favor. Those things themselves are how Mm -hmm. you know that um, God has saved you and, and God loves you. Right. So again, they're they're significant sometimes. Well, sometimes depends. Yeah, depending, depending on what, on what it they is, can be significant. They can be important, but it's lumping them into the gospel itself that creates all the confusion. Mm-hmm. Right. So back to the beginning when we brought you on, we were talking about you know from a secular perspective, it's easy for Christians to be called hypocrites. To be honest, whenever that happens, when I hear that. Yeah, I often nod my nod head and, say, and go, yeah. yeah, thanks for that. It's good to get slapped in the face. Bring me back to where I need to be. Yeah. Well, I think for both of these kinds of hypocrisy, the way to address it is really making sure that you do know what the gospel is. So for the mm-hmm. first kind, if you really know the gospel, as Paul did, and Paul said, hey, I'm the chief of sinners, wretched man that I am in, in Romans 7, he said, if we really know the gospel, we know that we aren't righteous. We can't pretend mm-hmm. to be self-righteous. We can't pretend to be holier than anybody else because we know that we're not. Um, so that that's how you confront that kind of hypocrisy is really knowing the gospel. You are dead in your sins and trespasses with no hope apart from Christ. This, the other kind is confronted by really knowing the gospel too. It's everything that Christ has done for you out of his free love and mercy. That's what counts. Now, how you respond to that is a part of your discipleship, but that's not mm-hmm. that's not what, and maybe a part of how you show that you love God. Yeah, but it doesn't force God's hand. You know, just because <laughs> you check off every one of your boxes, He's not obligated to say, "Well, all right, yeah, you're good you're, to go. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did it. That's good." Um, Josh Brown, Belfield Presbyterian Church. Uh, Josh, uh, a minute or so left. Talk to us about Belfield. You're right in the heart of Oakland. College is underway. Here's the new season. How are things? We are. It's a good. It's a good time around there. We are in the middle of a couple of universities down there, and the medical communities. And Oakland itself has just got a lot of new apartment buildings coming in. So it's a really, uh, really interesting community. Mm-hmm. Belfield itself. Uh, we try to embrace all of that. We're a very intergenerational church, reaching out to everybody and everyone that we can that's around, um, and seeing how it is that we can serve that place. Also, a, um, a proximity to all the hospitals in Oakland. We are, yeah. The, uh, a lot of the systems down there, so it gives us an opportunity. Mm-hmm. There are people who are in from in for short stays or longer stays for some long term care and things like that. And uh, even if we only see them for a brief time that mm-hmm. they are in town, it's usually a time of pretty great need. So it's a wonderful opportunity. Mm-hmm. Excellent, Josh. Always a pleasure. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Don't put the blame on me. 
This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two my pillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code word to start enjoying the best sleep of your life or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. Need help finding a new job or want to stock up on extra holiday cash? Aerotech Recruiting and Staffing is your connection to top local employers. Immediate openings available in customer service, warehouse, production, and more. Apply now at Aerotech.com slash radio. Guys, we need to remind ourselves that the God of the Bible is not silent. Word FM presents Know the Truths, Philip DeCourcy at the 2018 Pastor Appreciation luncheon. God has spoken and he has spoken through his word and it's inspired and it's inerrant and it's authoritative and it's breathed out and it's able to make us wise unto salvation. It's able to make us complete and it's able to equip us unto every good work. A free event for pastors October 3rd at Heinz Field. RSVP now at wordfm.com slash pal. Skies will be turning out partly cloudy across the area tonight, becoming cooler overnight, going down to a low of 50 degrees. Tomorrow, varying amounts of clouds throughout the day with a high of 67. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, 53 degrees. Then for Friday, looking very nice, sunny to partly cloudy, pleasant for the afternoon with a high of 71. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Seems like every time you turn around, there is a um, new report on the benefits of a certain type of, maybe not diet, I'd say diet, or mm-hmm. lifestyle. Sure. Such is the Food case. Food plan. Yes. What's the one, what's everybody doing right now? Cairo or Cairo? What, what is that? What? Uh, Gary's doing it. Oh, well, he just does the high protein thing. No, he's doing something that's got a name. Oh, he's, this, this I don't know diet, what it is. You know, yada, yada. The kale diet? No, no, that's a, that's that's a My husband's diet. Yeah. So the Mediterranean diet today has oh, been see, a touted. That, listen, 
That's how I try to eat all the time. Mediterranean diet. Do you know why? Mm. Because it's so delicious. Oh, it's so delicious. I mean, it's not. if that's going to help me, whatever it is you're going to tell me, I'm saying yes. Okay, well, so you're going to do a double dose of goodness because apparently the Mediterranean diet prevents depression. What? A new study finds. That's right. I'm happy you're just hearing it. Uh Uh-huh. A a diet rich in vegetables, fruits, nuts, and fish, which, of course, is the Mediterranean lifestyle, could help lower a person's risk of depression. The research published yesterday analyzed 41 studies on the topic and found the link between people's diets and their their chances of depression. People who followed a very strict Mediterranean diet had a 33% lower risk of being diagnosed with depression mm. compared to people who eat chips. Mm. So the more junk food that you eat, apparently. The more depressive you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Let me tell you what I had for lunch today. Can I do that? Yeah. Only because it's, it would be it would fit into the Mediterranean diet, and yeah. it was so delicious. I, I feel obligated to share it yeah. with everyone I can think of. I did the same. Oh, you had a delicious thing. I had a Mediterranean diet. Did today. you? Because it was so good. All I right. had lamb today. You had well that is that is that considered in the Mediterranean diet? It's Greek. Well, I know, but isn't it's usually just fish, right? I had I had lamb and vegetables and rice for my leftovers. I mean, that's definitely Greek. It was fabulous. But I don't think the Mediterranean diet includes lamb? any any animal no products but fish. I'm pretty really? sure that that's really? the way it works. What? I mean, what do I, I mean? I want to drink, I want to eat some lamb. Well, of course. I'm not trying to keep you from eating lamb. Okay, thank you. It's good for you. Sorry, we, uh, we digressed. So, listen, uh, this is, uh, I just, I, I put all this in a skillet. I started with olive oil. I added peas and carrots, frozen peas and carrots. I added, I added raw onion. I added raw sweet peppers. I added garlic and I added kale. No fish? No, no, no. I just, I just. Stir it up. Stir it all up. A little olive it. oil? Olive oil. Salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. I cooked it for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay? Broke it down. I put it in a pan, or not in a pan, I put it in a bowl. And on top of it, I put two fried eggs. And it was absolutely spectacular. Sounds good to me. I'm telling you. I, nice. As I was eating it, I was thinking, why have I never eaten this before? This is so awesome. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> and I'm happy to tell you, speaking of, it's National Pancake Day. Oh. I mean, Who love a pancake? I think that's Mediterranean that diet. Is not. That is yeah, not. I think what it is, is. What's the Mediterranean equivalent to a pancake? What do you think that would be? Piece of piece of ciabatta. Oh no! They well, maybe it's the phyllo dough. Mm, that's oh, good. That's really delicious. You don't like uh, Greek desserts, do you? I really hate honey. Oh, what do you? I ha- know. Was I feel it buck- that- you hate baklava? I feel I, oh, do. I love baklava. Oh, oh my! I wish goodness I liked gracious. it. I'm sh- I'm sure it's fabulous. I don't know what's wrong with me. Oopsie daisies. Yeah, sorry. I don't right. know what he's doing. Anyways, happy National Pancake Day. Happy National Pancake. Day. I love a pancake. Who doesn't? Jerusalem, a city like no other, richly historical, staggeringly beautiful, a place without time, the crossroads of our faith, the birthplace of Christianity, the place where God first poured out His Spirit on planet Earth. Join with others from around the globe to experience Pentecost in Jerusalem in 2020, from May 31st to June 3rd, 2020. As a Christian, setting foot on the land connects with the roots of our faith. Connecting us to His Word and seeing the Bible come alive. Experience the trip of a lifetime, May 31st to June 3rd, 2020. Early bird special and group discounts available now at Jerusalem2020.com. Walk in Jesus' footsteps, hear His words, pray in the upper room. It's inspiring, transformational. 
Reserve your spot by registering today for this lifetime event at Jerusalem2020.com. That's Jerusalem2020.com. I had been praying for God to put me in the right ministry. And when this touched my heart, I was like, this is where God would have me be because nobody's taking care of the caregivers. Meet Cynthia a longtime volunteer with Kairos Prison Ministry. We have a whole community out there who have been isolated or ostracized because one of their loved ones has committed a crime. That's what Kairos Outside is all about. So we mentor to the ladies 20 years old and older. We prepare a weekend for them of meditation and talks and let them feel the love of God, that God still loves them. We've had mothers come in and say, my child, I haven't said my child's name out loud in so long. Those who come through Kairos, they have a new beginning because it takes all the mantle of what has passed off of them so that they can go forward new, just like a new birth. And these ladies, when they leave, they know that they've been in the presence of the Lord. Call 412-407-7055 to become a volunteer. Kairos Prison Ministry, 412-407-7055. You started a DIY project at home. Then you realize convenience isn't always easy. The why in DIY doesn't mean why is this so hard. At ADT, we DIFY, do it for you. We customize and install a secure smart home that you control from the palm of your hand or the sound of your voice. Smart security, designed and installed just for you with ADT. Visit ADT.com slash smart to learn more. License information available at ADT.com. ADT, real protection. When it comes to selling you a mattress, most retailers are handing you a line. A long line of extra steps that drive up costs and create confusion. At the Original Mattress Factory, we simplify the mattress shopping experience by building mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them direct to you. It's short, sweet, and simply makes sense. So experience more than just the mattress store. Experience an original, the Original Mattress Factory. Don't miss the Global Week of Student Prayer. September 23rd through the 29th, 2018. Join with your friends for a powerful time of prayer for your generation. The Global Week of Student Prayer is your opportunity to find new and unique ways, places, and times to pray together. Global Week of Student Prayer. Pray for your school, your family, your friends, and your community. Pray together once or meet with your friends every day that week. Whether you attend public school, private school, or homeschool, gather your friends to pray during the Global Week of Student Prayer. This is a perfect time to launch on-campus Bible clubs and student ministries. So stand with your friends. Stand united in prayer with students around the world during the Global Week of Student Prayer. September 23rd through the 29th, 2018. Global Week of Student Prayer. Head to syatp.com for details. Kathy, are you um, an avid viewer of YouTube? Uh, only if it's live at Daryl's house. That's it. That's pretty much the only thing I watch right. on YouTube. What I like about YouTube is, you know, I mean, it's still a fascinating thing to me that you think of something like, you know, oh, I know. Uh, I was watching um, <laughs> it's my age, Sinatra at the Sands. <sighs> Was, what do you mean you were watching? Sinatra no, I was Sands? you know thinking about that. Oh, I was you, thinking well, about it. Then I play. I was playing it, and then I was watching videos of Sinatra, not at the. Oh, Sands. I was going to say, oh my gosh, if there's a video of Sinatra, no, there, at the Sands, I'm going to die. Okay. But there's a threat. You know what I mean? So yeah. anything that you can think of, anything, the image anything. and the videos yes. of that is on YouTube. Which I know. Are fabulous. Plus, people have made massive fortunes 
doing the um, inspirational uh, videos. YouTube or, stars are very weird to me. They are. That's we, so that's what I don't get. I mean, some people get millions and millions of hits. Right. So Rachel Hollis is one of these people. I got to say that I never heard of Rachel Hollis until today. So for all of you Rachel Hollis fans, you're going to think I live under a rock. Oh. But seriously, I've never heard of her. But Ann Kennedy's heard of her. In fact, she's watched so many Rachel Hollis videos over the last week. She hasn't gotten one thing done at home. Ann, say it ain't so. It's actually... Yeah, no, I really haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> Who is Rachel Hollis? Yeah, why Rachel Hollis? Well, so I've been, um, I've just been like spinning out watching just lots of uh, different women doing sort of inspirational Bible studies. And then somebody sent me a link to this person, and so I just went down a rabbit trail. There are a lot of people on YouTube doing Bible studies. And Rachel Hollis doesn't really do Bible studies, but she, she, uh, what is it called? She self-identifies as a Christian. Mm. So um, she does promotional, like, or not promotional, she does inspirational, get yourself together, a girl, videos. Okay, kick yourself in the pants. Yeah, and so what was great about that is, like my, as I've been watching her tell me to get my life together, mm-hmm. my whole life has completely fallen apart because I've been watching her tell me to get my life together. <laughs> so it's, sure. wonder, it's perfect. She's having the opposite effect of her desire. Mm-hmm. But okay. I feel really empowered, even though my house has never been dirtier. Right, and you actually <laughs> haven't done anything. Right. I haven't done anything. Right. Good job. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so we can talk about that whole psychological phenomenon that we all fall victim to daily, but that's for another time. Okay. So you showed a, or you, you linked your article to a clip of Rachel, um, speaking about, uh, well, several things. I think the essence of what she's talking about is that, um, if you tell yourself that you are only capable of doing one thing, then you're only going to do one thing. So Rachel Hollis said, uh, she walked in and said, uh, there's a Pinterest uh, image. Sometimes it's okay if the only thing you did today was breathe. And she said, so basically what she's saying is, okay, well, if you tell yourself that, then the only thing you're going to do today is breathe. Yeah, and you should aspire to more than that in life. And I think that's probably true. I mean, you should have greater aspirations and dreams than just uh, breathing in and out all day long. Uh, so that's sort of a truthy thing you can say, you know, that's not, that's basically true, except that for some people, it's just really not, that's really all they can do. Right. And I think occasionally all of us have probably been in that place. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, if you're going to Pinterest to get your life affirmations, that could be problematic too. <laughs> I don't know. There could be deeper <laughs> problems, you're saying? There could be deeper problems, but I I am allergic to the uh, sort of pseudo-Christian self-help idea that if you tell yourself the wrong message, you will believe that message and then you won't be able to do anything. That's, that's not Christianity. It's sort of secular um, self-help. Yeah, gobbledygook. And it doesn't, um, and it's, it's graceless. It really puts another measure of um, a burden on the people mm-hmm. who really do uh, struggle to breathe in and out every day. Yeah. And there are those people. And, and so I, it's not Christian. 
Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show you how desperate people are, even though they don't know it, for the gospel, right? I mean, I mean, I, I, people, you see those T-shirts or bumper stickers, and it says, believe. Well, what the heck yes. does that mean, in believe? What, what are you believing in? What is that? Right, right. 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 Yeah, I, it really yeah. matters. Yeah, so the, the thing I noticed in watching the, the my very first Rachel Hollis clip, I mean, it was like a, a, a moment. Actually, the three of us shared it. We did. Mike and John Lovely. and I watched Rachel Hollis for the first time Touched together. I think we might be bonded because of Rachel. <laughs> um, no, but one thing I noticed is that if you – and, you know, I – for people who don't yet believe in God, it just makes me so sad because I'm not sure how you navigate through a difficult time when all you can do is breathe. If you don't know that there are eternal truths that the creator of the universe has actually let you in on, do you know what I mean? Like eternal yeah. truths about who you are and about your how loved you are and and where your eternal destiny is and the fact that there's more to life than this thing you're actually going through. Uh, if you don't know that those things are are true re- regardless of whether you believe them or not, they just are. Then I don't I don't know how I don't know how you get it. I do think that there's a great deal of despair. I I mean I so many people in my own life are really struggling. I know people who are really struggling to breathe in and out every day. Sure. Some of those people are Christian even, but if you're not Christian and you don't know Jesus and you don't know that he can it is actually his breath that sustains you uh, in a literal sense. Jesus holds the cosmos together. The only reason that you're alive is because of him, and he made you, and he's able to take care of you. It, it, that's an incredible way for the pressure to be taken off and for you to maybe even enjoy the breath that you're taking in and right. out every day and, and, and rest for a minute. Because uh, the thing that I'm gathering from Rachel Hollis is that life is really ta- hard. It's terribly hard. You can succeed, but you had better work every single minute that you're alive or you're going to fail and die. That is so far away from the gospel, the mercy mm. of Jesus who holds you alive. He he sustains your life. He gives you life. He gives you eternal life if you turn to him. And you can rest in him. You can breathe in and out and be okay, even if you don't start a Fortune 500 company. You know, Jesus can love you still, mm-hmm. thank heaven. Um, but so she's just powering along, um, and I can't imagine actually being able to get out of bed easily after really believing one of her videos or her book even, um, that she's just, you, you have to get your life together, and if you don't, it's not good for you. I don't, I don't know, maybe God can love you, but you don't need his love. Um, you just better get it together. It's really, um... Harsh. It's uh, traumatizing. Yeah, <laughs> My it's, it house is. is so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> he would hate me. <laughs> Get it together. Okay, so how do you? I mean, I, I, you know, in watching it, it's one of those things where I can see both sides because I. You know, if we get into, and I say we because I have done this, when you get into a rut 
of thinking, okay, well, I can't possibly handle that. I can't possibly handle that. Then that is a story you're telling yourself. And that's a story that you need, a cycle you need to get out of. Um, so I have experienced that. So I get what she's saying. But then at the uh, on the other perspective, I mean, there's just a whole other side to that, which is that you have to accept your own limitations. So how do you live between those two? Or how do you find that sweet spot? Yeah, I mean, I I think, well, Christians have found that sweet spot for centuries by depending, radically depending on the grace of God. And God actually does give his strength to the weak. You know, he takes the weak and he makes them strong in his own strength. So the Christian gospel has been a way that people have done interesting and remarkable things and have gotten out of bed every day. And when you take that away from a culture and a person, I think you you end up with um, an exhausting, radical, get-your-life-together message, um, which works for the few type A people out there who can, um, you know, <laughs> who can do that. The rest of the people, you know, don't, and they just struggle. They shuffle through life. And so, I, you know, I don't think that there's a happy medium between the grace of God and trusting in your own power. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I'm, I am the uh, queen of bad self-talk. You can come over to my house on an afternoon and hear everything that is absolutely wrong, not only with me, but with the entire world. Right. I mean, if you want to hear a negative message, I am your person. Thanks for joining so, us. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. <laughs> so, and that's Ann Kennedy every what, month God? on the ride home. Right. <laughs> no, that's good, yeah. Ann. God is there. Like, he can overcome my radical negative self-talk. Yeah. Yeah, He's that's better. really good. Yeah. He's better than me. Right. You're right. And if we're only relying on our own ability to talk ourselves out oh, of a mess, then we are screwed. We are. Yeah, it's really bad. It's not going to end well. Okay, so then, I guess... <laughs> when we look at the gospel, I mean, if the, the gospel's there and it's perfection, but we just do a bad job of being purveyors of the gospel. If people knew this, instead of putting up, you know, crazy blessed things on their wall or, or bumper stickers or T-shirts, how, I mean, how can we distill the gospel down to its beauty and, and fragrance of grace and mercy, and instead we blow the world up just by our poor behavior as Christians? Well, well, yeah, we blow the world up by our poor behavior, but I also think that we have minimized ourselves to um, Pinterest memes. You know, like, mm-hmm. I do think it's really good if the gospel is much bigger than uh, Jesus died to save you from your sins. The gospel is, is in the, the whole scripture, line by line. You have to really meditate and chew on the scripture and the gospel and understand it in its full orbed. Um, rich sense, and then it pervades everything about your life. If that happens, then when you open your mouth to talk about the weather, you'll eventually end up talking about Jesus, and that'll help more people than just posting little Pinterest memes. You know, you should open your actual mouth and not your Pinterest account. Um, And it's interesting about Rachel Hollis is that she's got her, she's, she's talking, she's out there talking. So, Christians who really have experienced this and understand it should, should also talk. They should talk about what it's like to experience the grace and mercy and the strength of Jesus that gets them out of, them, out of themselves and out into the world, out of bed. I know, 
there have been periods in my life where getting out of bed was an incredible miracle. So I kind of, you know, want to not, not say thank you to Rachel Hollis because I needed to be congratulated on those days and not told that, you know, I was lame. And, and that's good. It really is good. Ann Kennedy, you can find her at Pathio's blog, Preventing Grace, and is also the author of Nailed It, 365 Sarcastic Devotionals for Angry and Worn Out People. Ann Kennedy, thanks an awful lot. What are you doing to enhance your marriage? We want to be on the same page. Even when that gets tough. And let's face it, marriage is an up and down. And protect your legacy. One of the greatest gifts that parents can give to their kids is a great marriage relationship. Family Life's Weekend to Remember. It was one of like the best weekends ever. We just want to soak in all this knowledge. It was fun and practical. Immediate help for today. It really helped us. And hope for tomorrow. Because we are fighting all the time. We were struggling and we were looking for anything we could to help. I think there's a perfect balance of laughter and then those really serious moments. The Weekend to Remember is coming to the Pittsburgh Marriott North November 2nd and the 9th. Don't think too hard, just do it because you're going to get something good out of this. Wow, this is really making a difference in our marriage. It's very helpful. So fan those romantic flames and take your marriage from good to great. Visit WeekendToRemember.com The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 70 That's 800-705-3030. 800-705-3030. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. I used to have a sweet tooth. Had it removed when I was a kid. So what do I crave instead of chocolate? A big red box from Granger. Granger satisfies my craving for great customer service. With 24-7 support, effortless ordering, and same-day pickup or next-day delivery options. No busy signals, no cavities. I love Granger. You know why? Because when it comes to reliable product and technical support, Granger's got your back. Call or click Granger.com to see for yourself. Granger, for the ones who get it done. So, we've been told by the medical professionals at UPMC to get a flu shot earlier this year. Usually they're saying get one by the end of November, mm-hmm. you should get one by the end of October. Because they're trying to sort of, you know, get an early bump on this. 123 people died last year in Pennsylvania because of the flu. I'm sorry, 260, 122,000 flu cases last year in Pennsylvania. 260 people died. You getting a flu shot? I got the flu last year for the first time. I was so sick. Oh. I was. You feel like you're going to die. I was so sick. I was out of commission, truly. And I mean out of commission. Like I could not. 
if I wanted to have come to work for an I, entire week. Oh, I remember. I was so sick. It was over Easter. And so um, – Did you ever lie there it, in bed thinking I'm going to die? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. Um, I did have a flu shot. But I got it very late in the season. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that means anything. And it was definitely the flu because I had a blood test to confirm yep. that it was the flu. So all I'm saying is if there's a chance that the flu vaccine is going to help you, just get it. You I'm do not one. you do not want to have what I had last year. Okay. You're going to get a flu shot yes. this year? Okay, good. Mike, fl- Mike you Mike, getting a no. flu shot? Nah. Oh, what do you like? Some Mike. bull. Get a flu shot. Mike, you got a kid. I'm good. Oh, uh, Toughening Mike, it out. Mike's- New Mike toughening it out. Yeah. Creep. When you're on your back, I'll say, how's that toughening out yeah. working for them, Mike? I'll come bring you some Still chicken living. soup, Mike. 32. Going strong. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Senate Judiciary Committee is reviewing allegations by a third woman accusing Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh of sexual misconduct. Chairman Chuck Grassley says the committee is reviewing the new allegations. Our lawyers, if we can make the contact, get on it right away. So obviously with this one, we have a contact, and our lawyers are on it right now, our staff investigators, and I won't have anything because I can't say anything until they get done. According to a sworn statement by Julie Swetnick, she alleges she witnessed Kavanaugh consistently engage in excessive drinking and inappropriate contact with women in the early 1980s. Kavanaugh has denied the allegations and calls them ridiculous. He says he didn't know Swetnick. On Wall Street, a down day as the Dow dropped 107 points to close at 26,385. The Nasdaq lower by 17. The S&P declined by 10. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for 100 years. Pumpkins, 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 and more pumpkins. Pumpkins are what the Springhouse is thinking about this time of year. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and we love sharing our farm with you during this beautiful time of year. We've got all kinds of fun planned for you and your family to be able to spend the whole day on our farm. Pumpkin patch hay rides, a petting zoo, giant square bale stack and pipes for sliding, a hay maze and a corn maze, pumpkin picking right out of the field, old time games under a tent up on the hill, and lots more. And when you get hungry, of course we have great eats inside too, with lots of pumpkin creations. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, pumpkin custard, and even pumpkin black bean chili. Every October Saturday features a family-friendly meal, and October Sundays feature our 4-H hog roast with all the fixins. Plan to spend a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. I'm so fearful. I feel like my world is about to come crashing down around me. I can't even get to sleep at night. This constant dread is wearing me down. I can't put my finger on it. Nothing's actually wrong. I'm just so unsettled. I don't know what to do. I think you may be experiencing anxiety. I just want it to stop. I want to feel normal. 
Faithful Counseling is here to help. Our team of licensed Christian counselors want to help you get through this. We can begin a conversation when you're ready by text or phone or even video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. I'd like to give you your first week free. Go to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. Let's talk. Go right now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. We really want to help you. It's so easy to get started and your first week is free. Go now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. Let us help. You don't know when your AC unit will call it quits, but you can rest assured it'll be at the most inconvenient time possible. And who has all day to wait around for a tech to arrive? With Ventec, there is no waiting around, including evenings and weekends. Ventec will repair and replace forced air, central AC, and even offers split mini-duct units to heat and cool individual rooms. With flat rate pricing instead of hourly fees, clean, courteous, convenient, and A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Ventec, 412-793-0661. Critics are raving. Smallfoot is the perfect family film. I saw Smallfoot. No, you didn't. I did. No, I did. No, I saw it. It doesn't exist. I smell cover-up. Get Yeti for a fun ride. There are more small feet below the clouds. Mm-hmm. That delivers instantaneous, infectious joy. Let's do this. Tomorrow, when you believe in something bigger, a little faith goes a long way. Smallfoot. Hi, little guy. <laughs> You're adorable. Smallfoot. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested only in theaters. Tomorrow. Skies will be turning out partly cloudy across the area tonight, becoming cooler overnight, going down to a low of 50 degrees. Tomorrow, varying amounts of clouds throughout the day with a high of 67. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, 53 degrees. Then for Friday, looking very nice, sunny to partly cloudy, pleasant for the afternoon with a high of 71. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. It's the uh, Wednesday edition. It's kind of funky out there right now. Let's get the lights on. It's pretty dark. I feel like we're doing the evening show, like we're doing the 6 p.m. to 9 show. Yeah, well, before you know it, you know, don't get me started. Well, you, what, do you think we're going to be doing 6 to 9? No, the darkness will come upon oh, us here. Oh, no. You know He's it. Debbie Downer It's 5 again. after 5. Oh, for heaven's Pretty soon sake. we'll be in darkness here. You oh, know that's coming. When is that? When is that spring ahead fall back? I don't know. I like to... It's around Halloween, usually. Is it? All right, okay. So, uh, Jimmy Carter is in the news as of late, and... Um, Fascinating guy. I know a lot of people dislike Jimmy Carter's presidency, but post-presidency, what a wonderful guy. There was an article that was written by Kevin Sullivan and Mary Jordan a couple of weeks ago. and uh, in the PG? In the PG. Well, it was... It was picked up on the wire. Yeah. It was. It might have, been, it might have even started on the wire. It was picked up by the PG. I don't remember. But um, I have to give my dad credit because, you know, he's my scout. Mr. Bush. Like he puts a little, you know, he has a little article. He's kind of like our... Um, one of our news hounds. It's our news hound. I we like could, it. We could call him our news hound with a capital O and a capital N. Wait, what did you say? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what am I getting? Thanks a lot, Mike. <laughs> no, seriously. What am I getting? Yeah. You're not nothing. Get, you're not getting anything. We're talking about Cass' dad. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you were wanting me to like find something on, on Google or something. No, 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 no. No, no, no you're good, Mike. I want you to get go, a flu shot. Is what I want you to <laughs> do. Seriously, just go back to your nap. I will. No, it's you're fine. Good. I'm taking the transmitter reading. I'll be back. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks. Jimmy Carter finishes his Saturday night dinner. This is the article beginning. Salmon and broccoli casserole mm. on paper plates flashes his famous grin and calls playfully to his wife of 72 years, Rosalind, come on, kid. 
She laughs and takes his hand, and they walk carefully through a neighbor's kitchen filled with 1976 campaign buttons, <laughs> photos of world leaders, and a couple of unopened cans of Billy Beer. <laughs> Billy Beer. And then they go out the back door where three Secret Service agents wait. They do this just about every weekend in this tiny town where both of them were born. Wait, can you imagine Plains, being... Georgia. You're the Secret Service detail for Jimmy Carter? Oh, my gosh. Are you thinking this is the greatest... Oh. Like a good gig time. of your life. Heck yeah. Jimmy Carter is almost 94. Uh, Rosalind is almost 91. Wow. They have dinner at their friend Jill Stuckey's house every Saturday or most Saturdays with plastic solo cups of ice water and one glass each of bargain brand Chardonnay. And then they walk <laughs> a half a mile home to the ranch house they built in 1961. Wow. Okay. This... Talk about frugal. Which is just absolutely amazing. This This is good. The 39th president of the United States lives modestly, a sharp contrast to his successors who have left the White House to embrace power of another kind, Mm. wealth. Even those who didn't start out rich, including Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, have made tens of millions of dollars from the private sector opportunities that flow so easily to ex-presidents. Now, this Democratic former president, Jimmy Carter, decided not to join corporate boards or give speeches for big money because he says he, quote, didn't want to capitalize financially on being in the White House. Hallelujah, Jimmy Carter. Okay. So uh, since Gerald Ford, other former presidents and sometimes their spouses have routinely earned hundreds of thousands of dollars per speech. Yeah. Now, you you just read about Michelle Obama doing the stadium tour. Stadium tour. Holy smokes. I mean, which I, I, if anything about this, She's making tickets like 30 bucks per person, which is fabulous. That if is you're fabulous. if you're a fan of Michelle Obama, 30 bucks, I mean cuz you know, you go to see a president, a couple hundred bucks or more to get in the door. Jimmy Carter says, "I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't blame other people for doing it. It just never had been my ambition to be rich." I love this guy. Okay. He's written 33 books. Okay? Well, Instead of speaking and doing the circuit. His 33 books are about his life, his career, his faith, Middle East peace, women's rights, aging, Fishing, woodworking, even a children's book. Hmm. Okay. Article as I you, turn the what pages. Is that? Oh, that's this a is, this newspaper. This is an actual newspaper I've what got in my hand. Heck? Can you believe isn't that crazy? Ink stained. Mr. Carter has been ex president for 37 years, longer than anyone else in history. Really? Really? He's been ex-president longer than anyone else in history. His simple lifestyle is increasingly rare in this era of the president. We have now Donald Trump, who's a billionaire with gold-plated sinks and a private jet and all of that. But Mr. Carter is the only president in the modern era to return full-time to the house he lived in before he entered politics, Hmm. which is, get ready, a two-bedroom ranch. Assessed at $167,000. Two-bedroom ranch? Jimmy Carter is living in a house that's assessed at $167,000. That's a good man. I mean, can you believe that? That's less than the value of the armored Secret Service vehicle that's parked outside it. (laughs) Ex-presidents often fly on private jets, sometimes lent by wealthy friends, but Mm. the Carters always fly commercial. Uh, one of their friends said that on a recent flight from out Atlanta to L.A., Mr. Carter walked up and down the aisle greeting other passengers and taking selfies. <laughs> That's what he did. Now, Mr. Carter also costs us, the U.S. taxpayers, less than any other ex-president, according to the General Service Administration. A total bill for him in the current fiscal year is $456,000, which sounds like a lot. Okay, but that covers his pension, office, staff, other expenses. Secret service detail. 456000 wow. But that is less than half of what George H.W. Bush costs 
which is $952,000, okay? And Mr. Clinton, G.W. Bush, and Barack Obama each cost taxpayers more than a million dollars a year. And he's at 456. Nice, Jimmy. No, wait, you'll laugh when I tell you this. Mr. Carter doesn't even have federal retirement health benefits. What? Because he was only president for four years, and you have to work for the government for five to qualify for health insurance. Oh, my gosh. Jimmy Carter doesn't have health insurance through the federal government. Where does he get it from? He says he receives health benefits through Emory University, where he taught. (laughs) That's I mean, is that a crack up? But but was it Jimmy Carter who uh, famously donned the sweater? Right during the energy crisis, put a sweater on. That sounds right? like turn down the thermostat. I don't remember that, but that's something that he would yeah, do. Yeah, turn down the thermostat and put a sweater. Put a sweater on, on. Mm-hmm. Mr. Carter. Uh, in contrast, the federal government pays for an office for each ex-president, but Mr. Carter's Carter Center in Atlanta is the least expensive at only $115,000 a year. Whoa. The Carters could have built a more elaborate office with living quarters, but for years, they slept on a pull-out couch for a week each month. <laughs> Now, wait, wait, but recently they've splurged. They had a Murphy bed installed. <laughs> Do you ever sleep on a pull-out couch? That is a horrible that, night's sleep. The worst. That it, metal bar in the middle. There's nothing you can do to make that nothing, work. Nothing at all. It's just an no. absolute nightmare, but the Carters don't care. They're doing it. Mr. Carter's office also costs a fraction of Mr. Obama's, which is $536,000 a year. Uh, Clinton's is five eighteen. George W. Bush's is four ninety seven. Okay, so he says this. This this is Jimmy Carter's quote. I'm a great admirer of Harry Truman. He's my favorite president, and I really try to emulate him. He set an example I thought was admirable. But the writers say, although Mr. Truman retired to his hometown of Independence, Missouri, even he took up residence in an elegant house previously owned by his prosperous in laws. Hmm. But not Jimmy Carter. That is so good. Mm-hmm. He's just doing his thing. Plains is a tiny circle of Georgia farmland, a mile in diameter. It only has 700 people that live there. What was Jimmy Carter's mother's name? Remember her? Remember? uh, Yeah, I do remember his mother. Right? I mean, she lived for a long time. And, of course, his brother, Billy. Right, Billy. You couldn't. Famous. You could not forget him. He jumped on that gravy train or tried to with a Billy beer and all that. He was sort of a troublemaker. Of course. Billy, you know. Jimmy Carter. Mr. Carter's gait is a little unsteady these days, three years after a diagnosis of melanoma on his liver and brain. At a 2015 news conference, he announced his illness, and he seemed to be bidding a stoic farewell, saying he was perfectly at ease with whatever comes. But now, after radiation and chemotherapy, Mr. Carter says he is cancer-free. Cancer-free at 94. Yep. And according to the writers, Mr. Carter is currently sharp, funny, and reflective. Outstanding. Yeah. Jimmy Carter. I'll tell you, it made me think... Yes. That we need more people like Jimmy Carter. I think that's, that's a bygone what it, that's era. That's what it made is me it think. Not, that's a good public servant sure right there. Sure is. Isn't it? Truly a public servant. Take a break. Come back. Uh, we're going to talk truth. Is there? What is it? How do you find it? Stick around. WORD. Jay Sekulow explains the president's latest move. The president issued a statement ordering the declassification of certain documents related to the Russian investigation to publicly release all text messages relating to the Russian investigation without... 
redaction of James Comey, Andrew McCabe, Peter Schrock, Lisa Page, and Bruce Orr. Andy Economo, former U.S. Attorney, how do you read that? The President of the United States had and has the absolute authority to make these releases. Jay Sekulow, live, weekdays at 1 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. There are lots of changes happening in health care today. You've got your Obamacare, you've got your Trump care, you've got your Affordable Care, you've got your COBRA, all these choices, but they all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. But fortunately, I know someone that's been on the forefront of health insurance for years, and it's Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Now, Todd and his team are licensed with virtually every health care provider in the country. And because they are, they can help to determine which plan is right for you. You don't need maternity coverage? Well, call Marley. Do you have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. You want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. And are you worried about the penalty? Well, all of Marley's financial plans are penalty exempt. And because they know how to design the plans, most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to thousands of dollars a year. So give Todd at Marley Financial a call, 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or on the web, marleyfg.com. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-452-6990. That's 800-452-6990. 800-452-6990. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Jerusalem, a city like no other. Richly historical, staggeringly beautiful. A place without time. The crossroads of our faith. The birthplace of Christianity. You're invited to join with others from around the globe to experience Pentecost in Jerusalem in 2020 from May 31st to June 3rd, 2020 at the place where God first poured out His Spirit on planet Earth. This is a once-in-a-lifetime event to visit the land where Jesus walked and yours can be transformed. Experience this extraordinary adventure May 31st to June 3rd, 2020. Early bird special and group discounts available now at Jerusalem2020.com. Walk in the footsteps of Jesus. Hear His words. Pray in the upper room. Be inspired and be renewed and transformed, empowered and refocused. Reserve your spot. Register today at Jerusalem2020.com. That's Jerusalem2020.com. People look at me like I'm crazy when I say to them, I had a great time this morning with my dentist. The reviews are in and patients are raving about Dr. Megan Stock. She's just wonderful and it's such a joy to go in there and they look at you like it's a joy to go to the dentist. I said, well, you don't know my dentist and you should switch over. We just love to talk about the Lord and what's going on in our families. It's a wonderful experience and she does fabulous work. Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. My lawn's been worn out by summer, not to mention by my kids. This year, use Scott's in the fall. 
Just one more feeding gives your grass the nourishment it needs to recover from the wear and tear of summer, while also building resilient roots to help prevent a weak, thin lawn next spring. This fall, my kids and my grass are back out to play. This is a Scott's Yard. Now's the time to feed your lawn. Pick up a bag of Scott's Winter Guard today. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying But I'm only human after all I'm only human after all Don't put your blame on me Don't put your blame on me Okay, so throughout this week, we've heard the words credibility, character assassination, political hit jobs, gamesmanship. Untrue. Sex. He said, she said. We are embroiled in all of this, this crazy, troubling talk this week as politics explode over Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh and the the Supreme Court job, which, of course, is the plum of all plums for a judge. Well... How do you look at this? What exactly is truth? Where is truth? How do we know and cling to the truth? And what is good and right and true? We're happy to have Pastor Gavin Ortland back with us, Senior Pastor of First Baptist Church of Ojai, California, also an author and a blogger that you can read online at GavinOrtland.com. Gavin, welcome back. Hey, good to be with you guys. Gavin, as we've talked about the uh, Brett Kavanaugh story each day this week, um, as this is a story that just doesn't seem to want to go away, um, the one thing that I think both John and I have landed on is a dissatisfaction with anyone who who is certain they know who's telling the truth. Because the bottom line is, we just don't know anything yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's um, been a value on my part as well. And I think about this as a pastor with church situations, when there's church discipline or when there's a grievance or something like that and you're trying to help work towards peace, um, it can be really easy to want to get to an answer, and there can be a, a pressure and a temptation to do that. And there's the value on the one hand of due process. You want to, you know, we never want to be in a situation where people are in or, are uh, guilty until until proven innocent, right. you know, and to make an allegation, you can just destroy someone's life, um, sometimes without any evidence. But on the other hand, you don't want to take something not seriously when there really is a victim. For sure. So it's so tricky because people can be wounded, you know, either way. So I, uh, I just share that value of kind of going methodically and carefully and not getting ahead of what we actually know. Mm-hmm. And I think that all of us are very hard on organizations, whether it be a government, whether it be a church, whether it be a denomination, um, when in hindsight, we can see that people didn't act on behalf of victims. Um, and, you know, we have... Both John and I have been on that side of it as we've read the Pennsylvania Grand Jury Report about uh, sexual abuse in the Catholic Church because it's, you know, from our position, you go back and you read story after story after story that went on decade after decade after decade, and you just want to stand up and scream, how could you possibly, possibly have let that happen? So I think that that's a valuable perspective when you're looking at, at you know, a thousand victims of sexual abuse in Pennsylvania. At the same time, um, when you're in the decision-making role, 
it is complicated because you want to do the right thing. You want to find out who's telling the truth. It's just, it's a lot harder to be in it than to look at it in hindsight. Right. Yeah. And I think, I wonder if one uh, factor for why sometimes people rush in with the judgment is that things are so polarized in our culture and there's already such anger about so many things. So people want one side to be true based upon politics, based upon whatever. And I think um, just the value of being willing to say, you know, hey, I want to try to be objective because <laughs> right. I know myself and I know that I probably might have a stake in this. And so I, I want to be want to be careful and, you know, a willingness to love the truth over my own my own tribe or my own ideology and to say, even if it doesn't help my cause or my team win, I want to be careful and I want to value whatever the truth is and not use something as a as a point to score. Um, I saw a tweet the other day, uh, and I'm just paraphrasing it. One of my friends said, to truly be prophetic doesn't mean just saying hard truths. It means being willing to say hard truths to your own tribe. Mm. Amen. I think that's true. Amen. I think, you know, the, the polarization really affects us a yeah. lot. Yeah, and so how do you be that person? Because we are so quick to, I mean, everybody has, like what you're saying, their own tribe. We're all quick to want to rally around that. So how do you stay, what, clean and open to the truth, right? Because the truth is the you know, truth is there. Yeah, but you know, you know what? I, we talked about this, uh, John and I, yesterday, Gavin, and I want to run this past you. But, you know, I've been ruminating so much this week on just the state of America and our conversation about the Kavanaugh story and how people are responding to it and people are thinking about it and expressing themselves. And I thought to myself, I think that we run into a danger when we are so certain about something before we have evidence. Because first off, we're, we're divorcing ourselves from truth because we've already decided ahead of time. But the other thing I'm, I'm noticing is that when evidence comes up, for the people who already decided, then they just don't believe the evidence. They say, oh, well, you know, that's fake news or that's, you know, that's trumped up or that's just from. And so you get to a point where there is no evidence. Hmm. Yeah, I see that. And um, it's dangerous when we get to that point. Um, you know, one thing that helps me just as a, a follower of Jesus, I have to kind of go back to and remind myself of, is that every human system is going to be imperfect, and so I should never put my full confidence and my full allegiance in any political party, even in any, you know, religious institution. It's always, for me as a follower of Christ, it's always Jesus himself and the, the coming of his kingdom. That's my ultimate hope. And that helps me to John's question of how do we do this, because it's so easy to fall into it myself, you know, is if I go back and I say, wait a second, God is, is going to right every wrong. God mm-hmm. is going to deal with everything. His kingdom is coming. That's where the ultimate hope is found. It's less threatening to me to, to admit the problems of my own tribe or my own life or whatever it might be, because I can say, well, that's not where my hope is. I don't need it to be right. There's a larger hope that I have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need to preserve my tribe at all costs. Right. Well, what's going to happen tomorrow, right? I mean, we've already seen this. People, this is the biggest, this is the biggest dogfight I think I've seen in a heck of a long time. Right. And it's all based around people's fear of Roe v. Wade, uh, liberal, conservative. Losing power. Right. I mean, 
people are just going nuts about this. I, 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 yeah, but if your hope is in something other than, Gavin, what you're saying, then any of us are susceptible to that. Right. Yeah, it is. And I think, you know, we have a, I, as I see it, we have an opportunity when we're in a situation, and this is something you guys do really well on your show, the way you guys uh, try to model kind of respectful dialogue, because whenever things get so heated and so tense, I think it really stands out to people, not not to everybody. You know, some people just want you to argue with them. But uh, there's a lot of other people who get really tired of the anger and all the stuff that we're talking about, and it's really attractive to them when there can be respectful dialogue. And so one thing that's just on my heart is just trying to find ways to do that, you know, and in the church trying to find ways where we can talk with each other in ways where there's respect, we honor one another. Um, I've been thinking about uh, Philippians 2, the little verse that talks about um, uh, standing out in the midst of a crooked and twisted Mm. generation Mm -hmm. among whom you shine as lights in the world. There's some translations, shine as stars in the world, and I thought... Mm. Yeah, I want to be like that because I've known Christians who are so kind and they're not pushovers. They're they're they have strong convictions, but they're kind and respectful in how they articulate them. And that I think will really stand out in in the midst of our climate um and and just the where where our culture is at. And so that's not a solution to everything, but it's just one reminder I've been trying to take to heart is how can we look for those ways to to you know, shine out as stars in the sense of just showing kindness and showing respect when our culture seems to be so disrespectful in the way that we're increasingly communicating. Outstanding. Pastor Gavin Ortland is with us. So, Gavin, in the midst of all this uh, turmoil, are you planning on watching tomorrow? Um, It has been a busy week. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if I'm actually going to have time to watch tomorrow. Um, I will follow it. I'll read about it. Uh, and, and probably have my phone handy so that I can see what happens. Um, I try to, to, to steer the line between, on the one hand, kind of following everything with tons of time, and on the other hand, totally ignoring it. That's good. Um, yeah, let me, know, those... let me know when you find that happy medium. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gavin, that's good. Well, thanks, Gavin. I mean, you know... We just wanted to throw this around with you because we uh, we admire you and and because your it's perspective. a it's a desperate place we're all in. It is, and we're looking for the truth in all this. I hope we're looking for the truth in all this because if we're just looking for our guy to win, then we've chosen the wrong path already. Yeah, well, and the one one last thing I can say, and it's just been the main thing. It's kind of a basic point in a way, but just whenever there's allegations of the kind that have been brought forth. Um, what, whether they're true or not, it, it is an opportunity to step back and just, uh, gosh, this sounds harsh, but to see it as a little reminder of, of Judgment Day. Yeah. Um, not assuming that these allegations are true, but just the sense of the exposure of evil, um, what, you know, whether that's happening here or whether it's just a, a false uh, effort at that. It's a reminder, gosh, you know, all of us will will stand before the judgment seat, and it's a reminder, I think, for in the Church especially, those who who claim the name of Christ, to pursue total integrity. You know, I really believe that's the most important thing, uh, even more so than, than political power or decisions and convictions we may have, for us to be functioning with total integrity. I just think that's the word of the hour right now mm-hmm. in our culture, and for us as the people of God, total integrity. 
integrity. Clean your own house first. Amen to that. Pastor you, Gavin, Gavin Ortland, Senior Pastor of First Baptist Church of Ojai, California. Find him online at gavinortland.com. Okay, so uh, tomorrow. It doesn't look like they're going to delay this, that they're going to move ahead with a hearing. Now, of course, today there was a, a new accuser, a, a third per, person spoke out mm-hmm. with the most outrageous of uh, outrageous claims. Through I mean, Stormy Daniels' lawyer. I mean, here's the thing for us. and you know, We had this thing that we've agreed to be part of tomorrow, but uh, it's, a, it's a press thing. But I've I got to be honest. I need to see this tomorrow. And, you know, we talked about this, I think, last week. I truly do believe that tomorrow will hinge on emotion. That's a horrible, I believe it. horrible place to be. I believe that's I what's going to happen. I think you're probably right, but that it should never be that way. It's gonna, that, is the, that is the antithesis of what our legal system is supposed to be. We have become a nation of drama queens, <sighs> right? And so we respond well, or we, you know, we... We love emotion. So who's ever, whatever that looks like, however that resonates. I mean, you know, you could, Dr. Blasey Ford could be extremely articulate, but everyone's waiting for that moment, right? That high peak moment that we can all rally around. And the same with, with you know, Brett Kavanaugh. But when he came out on Fox News the other night, him and his wife, what was he schooled by? You know, you should be, he should have been more emotional. You were a little robotic there. All these Pundits. And he's like, look, I never thought I was running for president. All these consultants. It's oh, all it's a nightmare. Everything's going to be looked at, you know, through the lens of media and how we have become YouTube voyeurs. And we're, we're looking for a performance here tomorrow. I believe that's what's going to happen. I don't want to look for a performance. What I am praying for is truth. I'm just praying for actual truth. I don't know how we get that. I don't. But that's what I'm praying for. But we'd like to hear from you. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. What do you think? Are you going to watch tomorrow? And as you watch, what are you thinking? How do you watch? Through what lens do you watch? So, Kath, you're looking through the lens of show me the truth. I want to find out Reveal what the truth, the truth is. Here. I don't care who looks more sympathetic, who sounds better, who whatever. I, I don't want to do that. We don't decide people's fates by emotion. We're supposed to decide them based on what actually happened. Well, you know that tomorrow we're going to look at and go, okay, people are going to comment on um, Brett Kavanaugh's tie. Oh, or, I know. or the person know. sitting behind him. Or Dr. Blasey Ford's makeup. Or what, what her jewelry is. Or so much of this stuff is, you know, nonverbal communication that's going to be focused on tomorrow. The pause, the stutter, the slip up, all that. That's what people are going to look at tomorrow. The story is going to be told there between the lines. I just want the truth. Hey, give us a call. Uh, 800-320-8255. What is your take? Now, uh, uh, someone else has spoken up. Is this a done deal? Is this, do you think this is over? The Brett Kavanaugh's? Either way. Yeah. Or do you think, hey, man, we're, you know, people are going to go sailing into the Supreme Court and it really doesn't matter what happens tomorrow. Um, everything's looking bright if you're a conservative. Or if you're, a, you know, a, a liberal, you think, hey, bring this guy down. This is crazy. Stop the madness. Stick around. 800-320-8255. I'm only human after all. I'm only human after all. Don't put the blame on me. Don't put the blame on me. I'm only human, I do what I can I'm just a man, I do what I can Don't put the blame on me Don't put your blame on me Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate 
the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville. For the extreme in all of us. At ExtremeTruck.net. When it comes to selling you a mattress, most retailers are handing you a line. A long line of extra steps that drive up costs and create confusion. At the Original Mattress Factory, we simplify the mattress shopping experience by building mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them direct to you. It's short, sweet, and simply makes sense. So experience more than just the mattress store. Experience an original, the Original Mattress Factory. I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. College has been in session for about a month now, so I took the opportunity to call my son, who's a junior at Grove City College, wanted to check in. And I said, hey, bud, how you doing? How are things? You know what he said to me? He said, this is a really difficult year. I regret taking French, but all my other classes, I love tremendously. Kudos. You know, it's funny. My daughter just called me this morning. It was early. And she said, Mom, I need to talk. Uh-oh. And I thought, oh, geez, what's going on? She said that her classes are really hard. She said, but I love them all. And I thought, now that is crazy. It's crazy. You know, in all my years, I went four years of school at the University of Pittsburgh, and then I went two years at the Art Institute of Pittsburgh. I don't think ever a single semester did I say, <laughs> I love all my classes. Okay, now full disclosure, both of our kids go to Grove City College. Right, right. So your son, my daughter, even though you and I have never talked about this before, are having similar experiences. They are. And even though we've never talked about this, both of them have found their way to Grove City College independent of our input, right? right? And they're both loving Mm -hmm. their educational experience. So we're saying thumbs up to Grove City College, the excellent in their education Mm -hmm. and the community as well. I love it because he loves it. Yeah. And if you're looking for a school that's going to equip your child to think through their faith and their vocation together, um, to end up after four years of college being a truly deep thinker, well-equipped for the job world, you're not going to find a better place than Grove City College. You got that right. So if you're looking for a college for your kid, junior or senior in high school, highly recommend you look at Grove City College first. Skies will be turning out partly cloudy across the area tonight, becoming cooler overnight, going down to a low of 50 degrees. Tomorrow, varying amounts of clouds throughout the day with a high of 67. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, 53 degrees. Then for Friday, looking very nice, sunny to partly cloudy, pleasant for the afternoon with a high of 71. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. 
Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying Hey, welcome back. So like you, I don't know, maybe are we more invested than most people? I don't know if we are. We're just reading and watching and thinking along, praying as well, quite honestly, about what's about to happen tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. I mean, to me, it's going to be all political grandstanding. It'll be one bloviest speech Which after another. physically sick. It'll be politicians and all sorts of... Uh, I'm going to have to watch this with my head under a blanket. Yeah. I so agree. that I can emotionally escape when I have to. I don't know. Will, will the truth be revealed? 800-320-8255. Uh, give us a call and uh, let us know what your thoughts are. Let's go to the phones and speak with Mark. Hey, Mark, uh, you're live. Uh, what are your thoughts, please? Hey, how you doing? Good. Well, well I, um, you were talking about evidence a little while ago, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm all about evidence, and everything that I've seen isn't any real evidence that he did anything it's hearsay yeah. and i'm i'm not against the victims and i'm not gung-ho for the man especially if the man is what he's being portrayed to be by the left and by some of the accusers yeah. but i don't see i don't see anywhere where there's any evidence of where there's any witnesses and in my opinion it, it looks at this point like a witch hunt and i will be trying to watch tomorrow on my computer while i'm at, at while i'm at work but I feel for the guy at this point, but I mean, if something comes out to where he is what any of those accusations are, I mean, I say get rid of him and and uh, watch his career go down the tubes. Yeah. But but at this point, I I just I just don't feel in my heart that the guy is what some of these accusers are saying of of him. Um, am I wrong to think that way? I don't Mark, think so. Kudos to you, only because. Um, you've expressed it so well and the it is that you don't know none of us know none of us know and so all of this certainty that i hear from people online oh she she's she's lying or he did it i know he did it drives me out of my mind none of us know anything now whether we're going to get anywhere close to any evidence tomorrow i don't know but mark is correct that this what we know so far the affidavits that have been produced are hearsay and that's you know if it was a courtroom hearsay is not admissible in a courtroom right mark thanks enough a lot appreciate that phone call uh and for the wisdom and that clarity and for not being certain yeah 800-320-8255 let us go back to the phones and speak with uh hey tim uh, you're live with kath and myself what are your the musings on all of this well well i think that since uh, president trump became president um if it would have been a normal transition like presidents in past years and just the normal stuff. I think this Brett Kavanaugh thing would mean a lot more. People would be think more of it. But since he became president, it's just been one battle after another for the people that oppose him to take him down. And all it's looking like is that all they want to do is anything in their power to take him down. They, you know, I, I just feel that that's how it is. And they're doing anything they can. Mm-hmm. If they hadn't started out this way, uh, Two years ago, and this came up, I think it would be a people would think totally different of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd buy. I buy that too. Yeah, there is. It, you know, certainly I, a resist right, aspect right, to a lot of this, right? And I, John, and I have talked on the air. We've been open about the fact that neither one of us voted for Mr. Trump. Uh, although I think that he's done a lot. We of, didn't vote for either candidate. We didn't vote for either candidate. Um, I voted for a candidate. I voted for a third party candidate who had no choice. 
No chance. I mean, he probably also I mean, didn't no, have a choice. Think back to that. That was <laughs> anyway. It was, a, it was we were in a pit of horrific. despair. We were in a pit of despair. All I'm saying is that I think that Mr. Trump has done a lot of fine things as president. I also think that you know, in the ways that he speaks and tweets or whatever, he's just inviting disaster. He's absolutely inviting it. Um, but the Democrats have shown me that they are horrible at losing. Horrible. Yeah. They haven't learned anything from losing that election. And in fact, instead of doing an honest self-assessment, rebounding, and maybe taking control of the presidency the next time, all they have done is just try to go after, go after, go after. And I think, you know, they're just emboldening their opposition. I mean, the level of hatred is so high. However, right, when you go back to President Obama and you think about how President Obama was hated as well. so we have Right, but nothing like this. Well, Not the same. Well, in some ways, yeah, maybe not nothing like this, but really, the die was cast, and the politics are brutal and yeah, hard brutal in this too. 21st right. century. They are. It's ugly and mean and untoward. It's just raw. It's sickening. It's a drag. I despise it so truly I much. So give us a call. Were you watching tomorrow? What are you thinking about this? How does it work out? He said, she said, where's the truth? I mean, now, I mean, the things you're reading in the newspaper today, we're t- we are actually talking today about gang rape. I mean, we're, how did we get to this point? 800-320-8255. Heaven help us. 800-320-8255. We'll be back in a minute. after all. I'm only human, after all, don't put the blame on me, don't put the blame on me, I'm only human, do what I can, I'm just a man, I do what I can, don't put the blame on me, don't put your blame on me. Good news, you are not stuck with your health care plan, really. You have a choice, and it's a great one. It's called MediShare, and if you've heard about it and wondered what exactly it is, it's a way that people share their health care bills, and these are people who have a common faith, who want to be part of something beautiful that not only meets their health care needs, but the needs of others, too, and it's people who love to save money big time. MediShare members typically save $500 a month per family on their health care costs. That is a life changer for people. So this could be for you. Maybe it's what you've been looking for, a way to pay health care bills that's not only very smart financially, but it's even profound. MediShare is a nonprofit with 400,000 members nationwide who pray for and share with each other. So yes, you're not stuck. There's another way, and it could save you a lot. Hit star star 734 to find out how much you can save on your health care. Message and data rates may apply. That's star star 734. Stop everything you're doing right now and ask yourself, are you currently receiving steady paychecks? What about when you're retired? Will you receive a monthly check to cover your expenses and also have some fun? Kurt Kenotic at Accurate Solutions Group calls this mailbox money. It's the monthly check you'll receive throughout retirement. Kurt wants to help remove stress from your retirement. He doesn't want you to worry about if the money will show up or how much money you'll receive. The only thing Kurt wants you to think about is how to spend it when it arrives. Find out how to get enough money in your mailbox every month when you're retired. Call Kurt Kenotic and the team at Accurate Solutions Group at 412-515-3555 for a complimentary retirement analysis with strategies that could help your nest egg provide you monthly income you'll need in retirement. Call right now, 412-515-3555. 
Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC, and Accurate Investment Solutions, Inc. Jesus teaches us in John 10 that as our good shepherd, he lays down his life for his sheep. By means of Christ's death on the cross, he saves his people and gives to them eternal life. Then Jesus, as our good shepherd, also protects his sheep, so that they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of his hand. Christ's sheep are comforted in that blessed truth. Christ preserves his people in their faith. No one will cause them to lose their salvation. God's people can never fall away because Christ, as our good shepherd, holds his sheep in his hand, a hand that is all-powerful. No man is able to take them away from their shepherd. This is the beautiful truth of the preservation of the saints. I'm Pastor Bill Brainsma of the Pittsburgh Protestant Reformed Church in Forest Hills. Join us in worship at our church. For information, call 412-727-6778 or check us out at prcpittsburgh.org. Preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things that concern the Lord Jesus Christ. But I'm only human after all. I'm only human after all. Don't put your blame on. Hey, welcome back. Taking your phone calls at 800-320-8255. Brett Kavanaugh released a statement. Now, again, I don't get this. He was on Fox News earlier the week. Today, he releases a statement. If it was me and I was counseling my client, of course, I'm not, and he isn't, why are you going to speak more until your moment tomorrow? This is what he will say tomorrow, at least a portion of it. He said, as I told the committee the last time I appeared before you, a federal judge must be independent, not swayed by public or political pressure. That is the kind of judge I am and will always be. I will not be intimidated into withdrawing from this process. This effort to destroy my good name will not drive me out. The vile threats of violence against my family will not drive me out. I am here this morning to answer these allegations and to tell the truth. And the truth is that I have never sexually assaulted anyone, not in high school, not in college, not ever. Sexual assault is horrific. It is morally wrong. It is illegal. It is contrary to my religious faith. And it contradicts the core promise of this nation that all people are created equal and entitled to be treated with dignity and respect. Allegations of sexual assault must be taken seriously. Those who make allegations deserve to be heard. The subject of allegations also deserves to be heard. Due process is the foundation of the American rule of law. Dr. Ford's allegation dates back more than 36 years to a party she says occurred during our time in high school. I spent most of my time there focused on academics, sports, church, and service, but I was not perfect in those days, just as I am not perfect today. I drank beer with my friends, usually on weekends. Sometimes I had too many. In retrospect, I said and did things in high school that make me cringe now, but that is not why we are here today. What I've been accused of is far more serious than juvenile misbehavior. I never did anything remotely resembling what Dr. Ford describes. Okay, well, that's pretty ironclad. I did not do anything remotely, right? Juvenile behavior. Now, he'll get grilled on that for sure because people say, well, I don't care about juvenile behavior. If you did this, it goes beyond that. It's criminal. 800-320-8255. Nikki, you are with us live uh, here on Word FM. What are your thoughts, please? Hi. I get so tired of hearing us fight with each other. And if we're not harming each other uh, physically, we're harming each other with our words. And I think this is just, I get higher uh, when I think about this. I get higher above all of this. And think about how Satan wants us to be divisive and how he wants us to separate from God. So I will not be watching this tomorrow at work, but I will definitely be praying that Mm -hmm. we stop 
hurting each other with our words. I have been a victim of assault, so I know exactly how these people might feel. But I also know that you can't accuse people of things without proof. And I, I told my husband last night that I'm starting to understand how the black population has felt about you know, being pulled over by a cop and not doing anything or whatever, it's, it's, we're hurting each other. Hmm. It has to stop. I, I can't find anything wrong with that, Nikki. Preach it. Yeah, preach it indeed. 800-320-8255. Would it be that we lived in such a perfect world? Uh, let's go back to the phones and speak with uh, Norm. Hi, Norm. Uh, what do you have for us today? Hey. Hey. Hey, uh, first, first I had a comment about uh, how you separate yourself from all the media. Um, I'm a truck driver just passing through, yeah. and uh, basically I scan the dial. I l- listen to SRN News, uh, CBS, Fox, and a couple times to NPR, so I get a little bit of all perspective That's healthy, yeah. of uh, the news. Um, and uh, basically, you know, after six uh, FBI background checks for this guy, um, I seriously question these allegations. Um, but again, as uh, Kavanaugh himself said, she deserves to be heard. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she's going to show up tomorrow. And I think that's why all she these other uh, accusers are showing up now, because the Democrats have a tendency to keep throwing mud until something sticks, even when it's not true. So I can't imagine. she. But, I believe that she'll show up tomorrow. There's well, just, she hasn't confirmed that she's showing up tomorrow. I just can't imagine. Yeah, There's, I certainly uh, hope she does. The pressure she does she's getting, I'm sure, from other forces. Yes, she yeah. does, right? I mean, but, she ha- but at last I heard, she has not confirmed that she's coming. Yeah. Well, Norm, thanks enough a lot. Yeah, I, I hope she shows up, too, because it will put an end to this. And, you know, I don't think she'll show up because uh, lying to Congress is a federal offense. I don't think she wants to go to jail. All right. We'll find right. out tomorrow at 10 o'clock, right? Must watch TV. Thanks, Norm. Let's go back to the phone, uh, take another call. Jim, uh, you're with us today. Uh, how are you, sir? Doing well, thanks. Yeah. Uh, I just have a couple things I want to tie together. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, I think you have to listen to the accuser for sure. For sure. But the allegations that I've seen on the first one, so many years in the past, the four people that she named was at the party have all come forward and said they weren't there automatically there's problems there. There has to be a presumption of innocence, so that's there as well. And, but then to tie that together, I just believe all of this goes on because this is exactly opposite of what the founders dreamed up of our country. And while we've been so strong, the power needn't be centralized. You're right. The strength of our country has always been down at the local level. There's too much power in D.C. Yep. We never was set up that way. The power has to be away from D.C. There's always a power grip. There's too much that we put on the office of president, on Amen. the Supreme Court. Oh, without a doubt. We should be back at the local level, and that's what's causing this consternation here. I'm telling you, Jim, you could, I couldn't have said it any better. Your school board president is going to have a lot more impact on your life than, than Brett Kavanaugh or Donald Trump. Yeah. And yet we invest 95% of our emotional energy and attention in those people, and we don't know anything about our locals. I'm into that. I'm Take a break. Hey, join the phone conversation at 800-320-8255. Back in a few minutes. Don't put your blame on me. 
In addition to counseling and spiritual direction services, the Pittsburgh Pastoral Institute offers educational opportunities in psychology of religion, domestic violence, spiritual integration, art therapy, addiction, dialectical behavioral therapy, and trauma. Pittsburgh Pastoral Institute offers an interfaith-friendly environment to help heal and educate. Continuing education credits are available. To learn more, click on events at pittsburghpastoralinstitute.org. GEICO presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. An overflowing toilet can wreak havoc on your home. So today, I'll show you how to avoid a flood by installing the toilet in your bathtub. All you need is a plumber's wrench and a hose clamp. This easy modification not only stops flooding, it also cuts down on morning prep time. You could try to protect your home with a tub toilet, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the GEICO Insurance Agency. Call GEICO and see how affordable homeowners insurance can be. Need help finding a new job or want to stock up on extra holiday cash? Aerotech Recruiting and Staffing is your connection to top local employers. Immediate openings available in customer service, warehouse, production, and more. Apply now at aerotech.com slash radio. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind Got no Taking your phone calls at 800-320-8255 Are you watching tomorrow at work or at home? What are your thoughts on all this? So let's go back to the phones and speak with Donna Hey Donna, how are things? Hi Hi Good, how are you? Good, good, thanks for calling, what do you got? Um, my, my only statement that I have to say is I think if all of his documents had been released so that everyone can see everything then I don't, I don't believe this would have happened. And I think that's where all the anxiety is coming from. Uh, wait, so you mean that he didn't release enough documents? No, no, no. The, um, the, the Judiciary Committee didn't release all of his documents. They only like, you know, let out so many of A the A small pages. portion, sure. Right. They should have let out the whole entire document. That way, you know, the anxiety wouldn't have been here. Do you mean all of the documents about his career as a judge? Yes, correct. Okay. Um, I misunderstood. I thought that they were released, um, but no, I'm, only portion. Okay, but the whole, but the Senate Judiciary Committee has had access to all forty thousand pages the whole time. Um, but only, only the one side. Only the Republicans have. They didn't release all the records to the Democrats, and I think if it was more open, then the, the anxiety wouldn't be here. Okay. All right. Thank you, Donna, for your phone call. I, I do think that both. I think everyone in the Senate Judiciary Committee has seen all of the all forty thousand pages. I'm relatively sure. I could be wrong, and Donna could be right. I have to go back and look at that, but I'm I'm pretty sure that all of the pages were released to the Judiciary Committee. At least when these guys write a bill and then they vote on a bill, they don't even read it. Exactly. I mean, what did what, so, what did Nancy say? Nance, couple years, you know, member of the Obamacare. Well, yeah. we have to pass it before we see what's in it. What? Or you could read it. Yeah. That's the other but option. You could have read it. it. You could have read it. Or some you know, clerk in the back Nance. room may be reading it. I, I don't know. Anyway, Donna, I appreciate that. I'll look that up and figure out who's seen what. I, I do believe that you know that the president is squarely – the hatred of the president is squarely in the middle of this. Can, right. You can't understate right. that. But I think we have to keep reminding ourselves, regardless of what our inclinations are – what did I just say in the commercial break? I said he could have done it. He could, have, he could done have done it. I personally am leaning toward the fact that he didn't just because the evidence is hearsay. But he, I have to remind myself, he could have done it. Now, it's kind of funny you say that because I'm leaning – today, I was leaning for the first time that he did do it. Mm-hmm. And I I, yeah. I just am. I mean, I, right. I see this and I go – And so you have to remind yourself that, I, maybe, I know? that maybe, she's, maybe she's making it up or she's mistaken. Right. We all have to remind ourselves we don't 
know. I don't have a clue. So stop being so certain about everything. And you can guess. You can say, I pretty, you know, my opinion is that so far I think, but you cannot say for sure what happened because we don't know. And the truth is, I believe this as well, the truth will not be uncovered tomorrow. I don't I see I am praying gonna, that the there, truth is uncovered tomorrow. I don't. We're not going to see a Perry listen, Mason moment I in the courtroom. I am praying. I don't. I don't know how it could be based on the kind of thing he sh- he said, she said. But I, my prayer is that we hear truth. That's uh, amen to that. All right. Let the truth That's shine out, prayers. right? So by the time we convene tomorrow, we'll have gone through this process. Listen, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to be watching it maybe together. I'm not sure. We're going to be watching it tomorrow. Yes. Um, and please we're pray. Be, yeah, please pray. And please, we're going to be please. giving you our perspective. Hopefully, we're not just going to regurgitate commentators' perspectives. We're going to tell you what we thought when we watched it. Yeah, but pray for wisdom. Pray for peace. And pray for truth. Yes. That's what's going to set us free, the real story. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you tomorrow, God willing. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.